Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hello, everyone. It is Mary Ricketts here with Turning Point Training and Development, and this is our Scale Up and Level Up podcast. I wanted to come with something a little bit different today. And if I have to give this a title, I'm going to call it review, recap, and adjust. Here's what I mean by that. Usually at the end of every year, at the beginning of every year, it's time for us to review what we accomplished. So whether this is your year in, the end of your semester, your quarter, your, your month, we always like to take a look at how do we review this? How do we recap this? How do we recalibrate or, or make adjustments as needed? So I want to give some comments and just some tips and some insights when you come to do that. One of the first things that uh, we often do, uh, and it might just be just naturally, but usually we, we start off with all the things we didn't get done. We didn't get this done. I had this huge list for the month, for the quarter, for the semester, for the year, and oh my goodness, we didn't get half of this done. I want you to flip that a little bit. Let's start off with the positive. So if you're writing in your car, if you're listening to this in the office or at the house or, or late at night, grab a piece of paper and literally start listing out what you actually accomplished. Year end, end of quarter, end of semester, end of month, what did you actually get accomplished? Now here's the challenge. If that takes you a long time to figure it out, that's where we really got the challenges. So sometimes it's not, oh, we just didn't get anything done. If it takes you a long time to start thinking about what did I actually accomplish this month, this quarter, this semester, this year, that means that there was not a lot of planning. And watch this, you probably didn't do a lot of documented planning. So here's what I mean by that. So whether you do a, a vision planning session, if you do a vision board or a vision sheet, or if you uh, literally write out, here's everything we want to accomplish in our 10-year, 5-year, 3-year, 12-month goal, I want you to think about why you didn't get that list accomplished. So remember, if, you, if you're struggling with actually jotting down what are the 10 things, what are the 5 things you accomplished um, this year, this quarter, and so forth. If you're struggling with that, then I really want you to think about where you dropped the ball in planning out your season, your quarter, your year, your month, your semester. Great. So there's some reasons why I wanted to bring it up this way, because one of the things that is challenging, so whether you are the CEO, <laughs> you're part of the C-suite, whether this is just for your personal self, but when you look at your business, your organization, your department, if you are not clear about what you want to accomplish during whatever time period, then you are going to have a challenge at the end of that time period actually figuring out what you accomplished. So one of the things I'm doing, actually just printed off mine uh, for the moment, uh, what I want to accomplish for next week and what I want to accomplish each day of next week. One of my favorite books um, that I like to read, and it's, it's not that the concept is new, but the layout and the format that he uses, I really like, which is the 12-week year. Um, last name of the author is Moran. 
M-O-R-A-N. So it's the 12-week year. But what he actually does is takes that concept of, instead of looking at an entire year, break it down by 12 weeks. And I like that he didn't even say by the quarter, but it's by 12 weeks. So if I'm in the middle of the month and I'm just getting started on this, who cares? I can still take it out for 12 weeks. I don't have to lock it into our traditional quarters. You know, Q1, January, February, and March, Q2, April, May, and June. You don't have to do it that way. So what, wherever you're listening to this, whatever the time period is, start your 12-week thought process goals for the quarter now. Here's the other nice piece of that is if I know what I want to accomplish at the end of 12 months, and remember, who cares if you're starting this in May, June, July, August, whatever month it is, take it out 12 months. So if I'm going from, you know, June uh, to June or actually to May 30th, May 30th or the end of May, you want to map out what do I want to accomplish over the next 12 months? great. You know what that is? Then now you have to break that down by quarterly. And for so many of us, it may really always tie, it may often, I won't say always, often tie down to what are your financial goals and accomplishments, whether it's personal, whether it's business, whether it's for your department, you know, a piece of the organization, if it's the nonprofit, what are the goals? So if I say that, I want to make sure that we reach a million dollars in new sales in 12 months, well, we all know that's an easy number. That means we need to bring in $250,000 each and every quarter. Great. So now you know what your quarter goals are. And I know this seems simple, but you know we don't do it, which is why if you were one that was struggling to see what you accomplished at the end of your time frame and you struggle with what you completed, we have to go back to the beginning of the process and really talk about what's missing. Um, oftentimes, and I love to say this, but oftentimes it, it is financial. So if I can't purchase this new piece of equipment for the department that I really wanted to do at the end of my quarter, it's probably because I didn't reach my financial goals at the beginning of the season that I'm talking about. But whatever it is for you, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, education, it's training, you know, I really want to get all this training accomplished for the team. I really want to pour back into my team, pour back into my employees. I want us to do all these great things, you know, as an organization. Let's go back to the beginning and let's plan it out. So starting right now, think about what you need to accomplish at the end of the 12 weeks. At the end of this 12 weeks, that should tie directly into your 12-month goal. Your 12-month goal needs to tie directly into your 3, 5, and 10. That makes sense, right? But here's where we mess up is usually when we don't document it. I'm still a paper person. If you like it electronically, whatever it is you do, you have to do it. But here's the thing. If you were doing it and you dropped the ball throughout this time frame that you're looking at, you need to go back and drill down and talk about the why. First of all, why did you set the goals that you did? And we don't even need to go into the fact that they should have been SMART goals. You know, you should have made sure that you were able to measure them, that they were attainable, that they're realistic. We all know that. And they have to be specific. But if what you did didn't work, think about your why. First of all, why did I set these goals? Was I passionate about these goals? Were these goals realistic? Where did that drop for you, for your organization, for your nonprofit? Where did the ball drop? Maybe we were too vague about the goals or maybe the goals were just gigantic and they really weren't realistic and attainable, but that's okay. 
let's drill back down. It's not over, you know, that you can still fix some things. So let's talk about how you can get back on track with accomplishing your goals so that at the end of this next time frame, this next quarter, uh, this next semester, this next year, this next month, you can actually sit back and say, oh, here are the things that we wanted to accomplish. And you're tracking that consistently. Here's what I mean by that. One of the things that I love working with, with my clients, and can I be honest, sometimes it's tough to get them to get it done, but making them do a weekly action planner. So I have a weekly action planner that I give to my clients because if they don't jot things down and you don't document them, it is not, I don't want to say it's not going to get accomplished, but you're challenged on getting it accomplished. There are so many statistics out there that talk about the accountability we have when we actually write things down. And I want to challenge you on this. And I know we're very electronic. We love typing. We love electronics. Can't you're listening to a podcast, but there is something that takes it up a notch with accountability. When you still put pen to paper, when you still actually pick up a pen and pencil and you write something down on a sheet of paper versus us just typing it out or dictating it to our uh, uh, admin and having them type it out. There's something very intentional when we put pen to paper. So here's what I'd love for you to think about doing for these next 12 weeks. For these next 12 weeks, I want you to get very serious, very quiet, take some time. What, what is it that you want to have accomplished at the end of this 12 weeks? At the end of this 12 weeks, it should line up with what your 12-month goal is, so on and so forth. But here's what I really want you to think about. What's your weekly action plan? So whether we're talking about what are those key smart weekly actions that you need to take. And don't do 50. Pick three to five. Three to five things you have to accomplish. And then one of the things I love working with my clients on is out of those things, I need you to be very intentional and specific about of these things, what things do you need to delegate? If you are the CEO of your organization and you have an executive admin or you have other members on your team that support you, you need to be very clear about what you need to delegate to them. Don't assume that they know what you need to accomplish the top five things for the week. So when you're clear and you have clarity about what you want to accomplish, then you can make sure that your support team can do it as well. Okay, great. So you got the weekly items written down. You know what you need to do, what those follow-up items may be for the next week. What are your personal things you need to get done? Here's the next thing. Now this is the tough part. What do you need to do every single day of the week? So you're, we've gone from 12 weeks to your weekly to your daily. And you have to make sure that what you jot down is still smart. You still have to be specific and you still have to be able to measure it. I don't mind the pie in the sky thoughts, but if you can't drill that down, then you've got to take some more time and really strategize about what your goal is and what the steps are to accomplish it. If you say, I want my organization to be at $10 million uh, in the next you know, three years, great. What does it take? And what's the cost to make that happen? So let me leave you with those wonderful tips for this, for this next 12 weeks. Put your 12-week goals together. 
but start off thinking about what did you accomplish in this particular time frame. So if it's the end of the year for you, what did you and your team and your company and your organization and your nonprofit actually accomplish during this time frame? If you're challenged with that, then let's go back and I challenge you on the fact that either you didn't set your goals, maybe they weren't clear, and maybe you didn't track them. If you can't track it, you're probably not going to accomplish it. So let me end with that. I want you to have a fabulous 12 weeks. Make sure you're ready for the next 12. Get things in order. Get things organized so that these next 12 weeks can be better than your last 12. I'm Mary Ricketts. I'm your fabulous host, and I so enjoy the time that you take to pour back into yourself and to invest in yourself. We do offer our business coaching and our training both face-to-face -face here at the Kansas City metropolitan area as well as live webinars. And absolutely, the team and I do love to travel across the country. But think about what you need to do for you and your team to make your next 12 weeks even better. We'll talk to you on the next podcast, Training Point Training and Development. We look forward to working with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.